Jessica. And it's Liana, and this is the Night Guys Podcast. We're here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff, supernatural, extraterrestrial, cryptid, culty, true crime. We'll cover it all. I'm drinking ice water because it's damn hot. Drink so much water, I can't fit anymore. Um, so... It's really hot here in California. Erica is experiencing a miserable heat wave. So if you hear a random hum behind her mic, it is the fan because it is 102 degrees. So in hot, guys. Her town. It's which, like 108 in this room. <laughs> um, which is uh, almost 39 degrees Celsius. So do with sounds that so what cold. you will. I know. I'm like, that sounds so pleasant. <laughs> oh, winter. <laughs> ah, comfy. Wrap up and be cozy. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, but no, it's so hot. We don't have AC. We have like a big AC unit that we put in our window. Bobby just jerry-rigged it because we haven't had it up. And the rest of the house is starting to get cool finally, except this room because I keep the door closed and I hate it in this room now. <laughs> and everyone else is feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> Punky went on to abandon me and he never does. He was, he was like, Mom, you're too hot. He was like, hot, hot, hot. <laughs> So sad. Also, if you hear a random crying baby, baby is warm and she doesn't like it. So, mm-hmm. apologies. Uh, Which oh, is sad. We may have to pause. Oh, okay. I have an update that Punky is upset outside my door. <laughs> What's okay. that in? <laughs> Go get Punky. <laughs> Come on, Punky. Just kidding. Punky's back. Oh my god, the air out there feels so good. Alright, bud, come on. He should be okay. He's used to hell. (laughs) Where his family originates from. (laughs) Where he was born. (gasps) Okay, now I'm Punky. Never mind, he's here. Okay. Just kidding, (laughs) folks. Got the demon dog back. (laughs) All is well. Yes. So I don't really have news. I just saw a creepy video of... I can't believe um, you think that's not news. That is the weirdest shit ever. uh, It's a black and white video of a woman's security camera pointed at her driveway and you see this white looking creature that I swear to God could be Dobby doing a weird shuffle strut down her driveway. walking like Mac and me. (laughs) That's what it is. (laughs) Now that I know that's her driveway... Also, like, he's coming from, like, her house. That's why she was like, it could be a kid with shorts on his head, which I don't know why he would be doing that. He was almost like the funky chicken with his arms and, like, a weird shuffle with his creepy skinny legs. I'll do a screenshot of the video and post it because it's just odd. But, folks, tell us what you think of Uh, it because nobody knows what it is and it wasn't caught on anybody else's camera because apparently he just kind of... He just boofs away, like Erica said. <laughs> I don't like it. He moves or he's so unnaturally. Oh, that's the aliens that are invading our planet. I don't even know how to feel. <laughs> they all get out of the ship. I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just feel. kick them over. They look so like scrawny and gangly. He's like barely standing straight. He's like a drunk Dobby. He's McAnee. not taller than the car. <laughs> it's like a sedan. It's not tall. Oh, he's hearing weird music in his head. (laughs) Alien music? (laughs) All right, what's your news? I'm not quite sure. It sounds like a lock of Beethoven's hair is up for auction. (laughs) Why would somebody want that? Why do people bet? Like, why do people want weird shit like that? It is really weird, especially when it's like this amount of money. A lock of. Ludwig van Beethoven's ha is scheduled. I'm just kidding. To be auctioned and do the whole thing that way. I would kill you. <laughs> it's um so Beethoven's hair is scheduled to be auctioned in Britain. Uh after two hundred years oh Punky's dying. After the German composer gave it to a contemporary. Are you okay? Okay, he exercised a demon. Um okay. auction house uh, lock of hair is from the nineteenth century. Like, it, they verified it, and it'll hit the auction block Tuesday. They expect 15000 to $19,000. What the hell? Mm-hmm. If it was, like, Ew. his piano or something that he composed on, I'd be like, all right, I can see spending money on that. That's mm-hmm. kind of cool. He didn't do anything I don't want, with his hair. I don't I want dead had... dude hair. 
How, what, what did, who had the weird hair? Was it Beethoven or Mozart? Beethoven had some, Mozart had crazy hair. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. It said that the hair was least, I think. given by Beethoven to Anton Ham as a gift for Ham's Halm? Halm's wife. Okay. What? And then Beethoven reportedly gave the lock of hair to Halm personally after declaring that a lock of hair Halm had procured from a third party was actually from a goat. And the auction house says it's definitely human creepy um also i was totally wrong it was beethoven's hair that was bananas so oh okay so maybe okay the value's up again (laughs) mozart had like uh george washington hair (laughs) yeah you're right he had the wig huh the powdered wig deal yeah the dumbass wig so dreamy so dreamy Remember that movie? Okay, wait. Now I'm confusing. No, it was Mozart. Remember that movie? I feel like every high school or like JC kid had to watch about Mozart, mm. and he laughs crazy the whole way through it. What are you talking about? Oh my god, I have so many, so many things to send you. <laughs> Someone listening to this knows what I'm talking about. There's a movie about <laughs> Mozart about how he was like crazy beans. And he laughs like a dumbass the entirety of the movie, and it just made me want to stab my ears. All right, you've I'm never seen that Mozart movie. Wow, I don't know Mozart movie laugh. Just do that; it'll come up in abundance. <laughs> <laughs> so bad, dude. Amadeus. Yeah. Oh, that's the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like Mozart movie. I. It's been a really long time since I've seen that. Dude, how do you not remember his laugh? It is the worst thing ever. I might have blocked it out. Uh, Good call. I'm going to make sure you remember it later. That's horrible. I know. You're a monster. You're a monster. I am pretty Uh, cool. Before we continue, (laughs) I do feel it is necessary to share that Erica and I have a Patreon. Mm -hmm. And for $5 a month, you can join us with extra episodes And I've even started to post videos. Yes, I've only posted one, but I have another one that I'm going to be posting tomorrow. It's from Erica's and my jaunt to a cemetery, which was (laughs) not very fruitful, but still (laughs) awesome. I feel like it was fruitful, but not in the ways we wanted. (laughs) (laughs) Fruitful in its own way. It's rotten fruit. (laughs) Which is like a sangria, so whatever. It was wine fruit. It was expired fruit. Wine. So it was good. (laughs) Oh, duh. So, yeah, you can join the Night Guys cult. Uh, for as little as $2 or as much as you really feel like spending, uh, but for $5, you can join us for extra fun content and pictures and other random stuff that we feel like posting. Speaking of cults. Join. Yes. Look at that segue. Segue. I'm so good at that. You're like the best. We're talking about some famous cults today. Mm. Not the Branch Davidians. Mm. So sorry, but not sorry because that guy's gross and I hate him. So many cult leaders are. I guess that's not shocking. Why are they it? the most <laughs> disgusting people on the planet? And how, what I don't get, like, we're not, I'm not doing the psychology of why people follow them. No. But, like, wow. I know that they prey upon weak people or people that are in, mm-hmm. like, experiencing bad crap or, in their lives. And there's a common theme, too, is that they suck people in on false pretenses. Mm-hmm. And then they're, like, in and they don't even realize it. Kind of. Because they keep getting people in with, like, that booty. And then people are like, I want to be a part of the booty cult. And then it's like, this ain't a booty cult. Uh-oh. <laughs> Cue screeching and breaks and tire noise. <laughs> or scratch oh, record. Okay. Whichever you prefer in your head. <laughs> Hold on, wait. No wait. booty? <laughs> I got to go. So, which which cult did you choose? I've yet to find a cult that, like, I want to join. Yeah, I haven't found one yet. Yeah, I mean... Just none of these If there's, do. like, a peace-loving UFO cult, I'll join them, I guess. Mine was... Ugh, mine's tried to be that. But it... Oh. There was some gray area. Oh. Mine went dark. 
Mine got dark. Really? Oh, it's Jesus. a super murdery uh, doomsday cult. I initially, when we got this topic, wanted to find one that was like that because I like reading about those ones the most. I know. And I ended up with a weird alien cult. Yes. And I hate aliens. <laughs> Why the hell am I on this one? I don't know, but I was actually looking for, I was like, UFO cults, and I couldn't find one that I really liked that I, I didn't look too deeply, but uh, I landed on this one because it involves something so crazy that I was like, I kind of want to read about this one a little more. Can I, can I share? Do it. All right. I'm going to talk about the Order of the Solar Temple, which was founded in 1986 by Luc Jore or Jorette. I am not French, so I'm going to pronounce his name incorrectly. <laughs> So everyone can suck it. And Joseph de Mambro. Mambro? Yeah, Mambro. So it had other names, OTS, the Rose and the Cross, and the International Chivalric Organization of the Solar Tradition. <laughs> wow. It's <laughs> okay. a mouthful. <laughs> Ooh, why? I don't know. But I'm going to give you a little bit of history on these two guys first because they were interesting in their own right. So Joseph de Mambro, he was originally a confidence man. Shocker. Not shocking. Um, he made a successful career out of masquerading as a psychologist, which is awful because as somebody who's seeing a therapist, oh, that's so mean. How? Wow. These people have like no moral compass. I know. In 1972, he was charged with fraud and breach of confidence and bouncing checks. So then like after he recovered from that, he founded the Center for the Preparation for the New Age, sometimes called the School of Life. And students were encouraged to divest themselves of worldly goods, particularly cash, in order to achieve a particular stage of meditation. <laughs> Checks out. Sell all your crap. You'll meditate so hard. <laughs> um, and so by like 1976, he made enough money to buy a 15-room house. But apparently the French tax authorities were like, uh... They started to, like, investigate him. They're like, what the hell is How going on here? How did you get this? Yeah. Yeah. So he crossed the border into Switzerland, and then he, like, bounced to Canada. And then the other guy, Luc Jarret, or Jarret, I'm just going to call him Jarret, uh, the other leader, he actually had a legitimate credential in the health field. He was, <laughs> but he obtained his, uh, um, his medical degree from the Free University of Brussels. I don't know if that's a good school. Wait, but, do they imply it's free to go there? Or is it, like, free I don't know. or something? I don't know. I'm hoping that it's, like, free thinking instead of just, like, free. dump free, just, like, crap free little university. Online doors and you're done. University of Phoenix. Yeah. Oh, shit. Shots fired. Hey, that place is dumb. So after, though, he became disillusioned with modern medicine, and I guess he, like, traveled the world, and he would, like, practice alternative forms of healing, like homeopathy and stuff, and um, he started to involve himself with, like, weird religions, um, solar tradition, Templar Renewed Order, and the International Arcadian Clubs of Science and Tradition, until, like, around... Between 1979 and 1981, he hooked up with uh, Joseph DeMambro. So one thing I need to say is everything that I'm sharing, like, this is what they were able to piece together because there's not a lot of... Not, like, a ton of solid information on this cult because they were super secretive, obviously, huh. as they tend to be. They didn't have a lot of literature, but they did do videos. And I've seen some screen grabs from their videos, and they're creepy. Excuse me, <gasps> oh. he's dying again. <laughs> you should just... Go outside, poor guy. He's okay. Oh my gosh. Little guy. So, Jarey began to operate at different levels. So, he formed the Amenta Club to serve as host to his paid lectures. So, he'd like charge people to come to his lectures on <laughs> topics like medicine and conscience and love and biology. Like, just so he was bullshit. doing a Patreon before Patreon. <laughs> Yeah. He was doing TED Talks. Um, but the people that he won over, they basically joined the uh, the Arcadia Club that he made. Um, and then a few of those recruited into the Arcadia Club would be recruited into the secretive order of the Solar Temple. And then to join that, they had to contribute money and accept severe discipline. That sounds like another religion that we know about. Tom Cruise, can you help us out with this one? No, don't. Stay away, Scientologists. <laughs> We have no interest in you here. Please in go away. Science. 
<laughs> in your science quote. That, <laughs> oh, was, that was so quiet. It was so quiet. Quiet shame. Here. Yeah, because I'm scared of oh. shame. <laughs> shame. <laughs> Both of us have shamed the church. <laughs> So in 1986, Jaray moved to Quebec in Canada and uh, established the chapter of the Order of the Solar Temple, the OST, let's just call it that, they, that to serve as their headquarters. And so they brought some of their loyal followers from Switzerland. And this is their weird doctrine. I've read so many things on this. Crazy people. They're going to think you want to join. What? Oh, I know. I know. My search history is so weird. It's filled with like tropical pictures that I want to put on my wall and then like serial killers and cults. So (laughs) (laughs) So backward. So the order of the solar temple has been described by uh, some cult observers as falling within the context of an ancient wisdom group. So they claim a private understanding of the divine, which is... uh, as all cults do, um, and subscribing to a secret cel- sect of uh, set of occult rituals rooted in Roman Catholicism, uh, combined with elements of Eastern mysticism and mythology surrounding UFOs, medieval knights, and the search for the Holy Grail. What? Because, of course. <laughs> so regarding the medieval knights, Demambro and Jure believe that they and their inner golden circle were once members of the Knights Templar. What? Yes, I love it. <laughs> and they were, which is an or, an order of soldier monks, uh, which was formed in the 12th century to protect pilgrims to the Holy Land. And if you've ever seen Indiana Jones, then you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, <laughs> I shame on you. So they also believed in the apocalypse, like that it was coming up and that they were saying that civilization was, that we're at a critical juncture for experiencing an apocalypse, which... I mean, we're damaging our planet pretty well, so, I mean, he's not totally wrong. (laughs) But he believed that the world was headed toward environmental catastrophes, so, again, he's not wrong. He spoke endlessly of the final end brought on by man's destruction of nature and promised purification to his followers, and that those people that were not part of the elect could expect severe judgment in the days to come. So, us, we're going to experience that judgment. Damn it. Part of the purification that he did or that he preached to his followers involved ritual death and the fiery burning of the body. So as Jure explained in one of his audio cassettes, which he sold, can't believe those are out there. That's so gross. Um, He'd say like death is the ultimate stage of personal growth and so on. I don't like it. Through the ritual death experience with Christic fire or Christic fire, they Mm. believe that they could make their departure or voyage and complete the journey of their spiritual transformation. And this is the part that I was like, okay, so it's kind of UFO-y. And as a means, fire was important important as a purifying thing because it would return members to the Grand White Lodge of Sirius, which is the star. And apparently the star of Sirius is significant to people that are into UFO mythology um, because they it's believed that that's where certain lords of the universe abide. In, <laughs> I don't know. I, that was just some crazy banana stuff that I was like, okay. I like it. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, okay. So Jure was like, the world is going to be engulfed in war and famine and only Quebec would be spared. (laughs) But he built a giant concrete nuclear air raid shelter in his house or under their house. And then about 1990, that's when some of the followers were kind of like, what are you talking about? Like your crap. And his predictions about the world were becoming too specific. And they were like, you're wrong. Like they were just like, they they didn't know that it was really like truly a death cult. So they were kind of like, oh, I don't, you're really talking about killing yourself. So some people actually defected. And then Jure and uh, Demambro would, they were only interested in money and sex as all creepy cult leaders are. (laughs) Um, And they would have sex with random women before every ritual. And they would like pull women out of marriages and they'd be like i'm gonna have sex with your wife of course i'm a cult leader (laughs) um but the followers did whatever they were told so you know they would if if, even if the women were told to do something like outlandish or degrading they would just do it without question and they had complete control over all of their people oh they'd also like break up marriages if they decided that the couples were not cosmically compatible so wild (laughs) 
<laughs> the, the UFOs say that you shouldn't be together. Oh. One of the members that left, uh, he discovered that DeMambro was appropriating cult funds for his own use. <laughs> Shocker. And Tony was actually someone who had previously installed electronic and mechanical gadgets in the cult's inner sanctuaries to project images that tricked members into believing that they were seeing spiritual beings. No. Yeah. So apparently he told cult members about the devices causing some to leave, obviously. But then consequently, Tony and his wife Nikki became like the chief objects of DeMambro's fierce anger. And so did their infant son, Emmanuel, whom DeMambro declared to be the Antichrist. Whoa. Yeah. What? So DeMambro selected two members of his golden circle to carry out their ritual murder, and they traveled all the way to Switzerland on October 4th, 1994, and they killed Tony, his wife Nikki, and their baby. They stabbed Tony 50 times. Whoa. Nikki was stabbed eight times in the back and four times in the throat, where apparently they believe conception was was supposed to occur, which is so stupid. Oh and then God. one time in each breast. And then their infant son was stabbed six times. And then they put the poor baby in a black plastic bag with a wooden stake on his chest before meticulously preparing for their own suicide and the incineration of all of their bodies. What? Yeah. Did anyone live through this? Mm, not a lot of people lived through this one. So the assassins made their way back to Switzerland to join their comrades and Jarette and DeMambro, who had left Quebec months previous under increasing scrutiny. So everybody's like a lot of people are in Switzerland at this point. And then within 12 hours of the murder, this little chalet was found burning in a little Swiss village, and they, the firemen uh, forced their way into what they thought was a basement garage, and they found themselves in a mirrored chapel draped with crimson fabric with Christ-like paintings on one wall. And then on the floor, there were 22 bodies in a sun-shaped circle with their feet no. pointing inward. There were nine men, 12 women, and a 12-year-old boy. And some of the dead people were wearing the uh, colored ceremonial robes of the OTS. And then 19 had been shot in the head and nine were hooded with black plastic bags. So they're not really convinced that everybody had done the elective uh, suicide. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then as the bodies were being removed from the house that was still on fire, investigators discovered that the whole facility was booby-trapped to go up in flames. And then within hours, another fire would break out. But... The police discovered 25 more bodies apparently dead from the uh, drugs had been they had been uh, just injected in them. Gross. All the adults uh, were members of the OTS. Five of the dead were children and the youngest being four years old. Oh, my God. I know. Um, among the dead were the assassins of that poor family and the two assholes that started the whole thing. And... Uh, Joseph DeMambro had a, a kid named Emmanuel, which was a girl, and she was age 12, and he called her his cosmic child. Yeah. And then in 95, just over a year later, 16 more people, including three children, died in another suicide murder in France related to this. What? Why so long after? I don't know. They, and that's the thing, like, this, this cult didn't have a lot of information like about them they didn't have like literature it was all just word of mouth and then almost a year and a half later on march 22nd 1997 a fire broke out at a home in near quebec city well and then while firemen fought the blaze children emerged from like a nearby woodshed and they explained that their parents included them without their knowledge in the group's failed suicide attempt two days mm -hmm. prior but then when the incendiary devices failed to ignite the children were able to actually like be like hey mom i don't really want to do this like they were spared so the what? kids like talked their way out of it so their parents killed themselves but they, the kids at least got away but so far 74 <sighs> people died because of the stupid ass order of the solar temple and too many kids but there's they're worried because they're like i mean it's been a long time since there have been any deaths re related to this but they're kind of like we don't know if there are any more people that are still involved in this because it was so secret that, that's weird yeah, I've yeah. never heard of this one. I hadn't either, but the fact that they think that they're Knights Templar, I was kind of like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then I was like, oh my god, these people are such assholes. <laughs> Why are they so mean? Ew. 
Yeah. It's wild. I just don't get it. I don't get it. It's like the leaders, when it starts to go under, they would rather have everyone just die than, like, have everyone realize they were lying. Right? Like, I don't, I don't know. Yuck. I don't know. I don't get what, what gets, I mean, I know that what gets people to start into something like that. And I guess once you're in, it's really hard to get out, obviously, as evidenced by that poor family. Yeah. But other people did kind of escape it. They just kind of, like, quietly left. Yeah. Which is, I guess, what Going happens to, to people. Drinks, with... guys. I'll bring them back. <laughs> Never return. Uh... Grocery, grocery store errand. <laughs> yeah. So that's my horrible doomsday suicide cult or murder cult. Mine is way. Mine's dark too, but not like that. Yours is okay. way darker. Let's. I wanted to go first to get the super dark out of the way. So. I'm going to read from this article because they timeline it really well. I love timelines. Yeah. Love a good timeline. Simesies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, this one is called Realism. Um, never heard of it until today. <laughs> awesome. I, I've heard of it, but I know nothing about it. Uh, it's... Interesting. Um, so the founder of this weird ass religion, his name is Claude Vorlhan. I'm not sure how in the world you say that. We'll just but, call him Claude. Yeah, he's known to his followers as Rael. Um, okay. He started his journey as a musician, and he supposedly had like a promising hit single. <laughs> what? Which is weird. I don't know what it is. Um, he also had a really good career, like a promising good career as a sports car and auto racing journalist. He even had his own magazine that was published called um, Auto Pop in hmm. 1971. So, like, seemed normal. But okay. in France, weird, in 1973, his life took a strange turn. He claims he received a visit from an extraterrestrial mm. being... Yeah, that called itself Yahweh, which is oh. weird because I believe that's Hebrew for God. Yep. And well, um, just ignore the pictures that I'm sending oh, you. It's the no assholes from my cult. I just wanted to share with you. Sorry. Continue. Um, as it turns out, Mr. Yahweh had an extremely <laughs> important message for Vorlhan Claude to relay to the people of Earth. He chose mm. him. According to Yahweh, humanity was a result of a genetic experience by an advanced race of aliens called the Elohim. The Elohim mated with human women to create prophets on Earth to reveal this truth. So wait, wait, wait! If we're created by aliens, we're all how did alien. they get the human women? Uh, they came to Earth. So men are half alien? Is that what? Um, only the certain prophets. So oh 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 my Jesus, bad. Jesus, okay. Buddha, right. Muhammad. These are oh, all half aliens. Oh, totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So they are half alien. Um, and got it. Mr. Vorlhan, however the fool you say this, eventually claimed he got the chance to meet them on their planet. Or another one of their planets. What? So I want to go to another planet. How did he get there? Join. Did, no, he, <laughs> did he ever tell the story about how he got to another planet? I don't know. Not, not that I read. I'm sure he did. Who knows? Um, <laughs> so, because us, us humans were so primitive... Um, and we weren't capable of understanding these prophets' messages and made religions around them instead. So the aliens basically told him we messed it up. We, in order to explain these great prophets and all their prophecies, made them a god. Really, it was just listen to what they're saying. This isn't supposed to be a religion. So it was up to... Claude to correct these mistakes of past and he took the new alien name Rael and set out to spread okay. the alien's message across earth. <laughs> when did this start? In the 70s. Yes. Not fueled by drugs at all. <laughs> no. There's no LSD no in his body ever. <laughs> um so basically Raelism, which he named after himself. It's just, it's just, it was like he's doing what the aliens told him not to do. 
But, so um, full of himself. It's based around the idea of pro- um, improving humanity to the point that Elohim will be able to visit. And on that day, they'll help set up a new society without hunger, war, or suffering. Sounds great. Mm-hmm. To that end, mm-hmm. realism has a few basic tenets that believers should follow. Okay. <laughs> Let me have sex with all of your wives. <laughs> First, um, you must reject any of the rules of established religions about sexuality. Realism teaches that, more or less, he says love is love, that love should be free, and in no way seen as shameful. Okay. Uh, uh, I like that. Second, they advocate for universal peace and understanding across humanity. Also, pray chill, guys. Sounds (laughs) so nice. Well, hold on to this thought. (laughs) Because oh, no. it gets weird. It's <laughs> not that nice anymore. Not that it? him meeting with an alien is so normal. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part that really is weird. So one of the most important things that they believe in in this realism um, is that humans need to perfect cloning technology. Okay. Um, <laughs> apparently aliens have already done this and they use it to transfer their minds to new bodies when they die. And according to Rael, Jesus' resurrection was an example of this. So Jesus, when he was resurrected, was actually a clone. Yes. His his brain stuff was uploaded into his new body. So he's also a flatworm. He's like Johnny Depp in that weird movie. Do you remember? Oh my god. Transcendence? I think so. Is that it? (laughs) I hated it. That movie was so bad. It made me laugh. It was so Where he's like a creepy robot computer. And then he becomes, <sighs> he makes himself a body. It's so weird. I don't so know. weird. Yeah. So, <laughs> by perfecting cloning, Rael believes that humans can also achieve immortality. Okay. Hey. Um, so advanced alien supercomputers are recording your DNA right now. And one day, when the aliens return, they will judge your life to decide if you get a new cloned body. If you lived a good hmm. life, you get to live forever by swapping out bodies. If you were evil or just didn't do anything particularly positive for others, then you don't. Cool. So because we're doing this podcast, we're definitely getting new bodies, right? Yeah, we get like fast pass. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, right up to the front, please. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we know you. <laughs> oh, then you can have this new body with a really fast metabolism for your whole yeah. life. Yeah, <laughs> and here's your golden crested chain bell. <laughs> like, thank you so much. <laughs> um, so, the ultimate goal of realism is to create both a perfect society and an embassy for all aliens to visit Earth. And um, he wants the embassy to be in Israel since the Hebrew people were the first to be contacted by the aliens. Duh. Okay, uh, yeah. I just, I'm trying to see where, like, this goes bad. This just sounds so... I know, it's good. Um, so foo-foo. But he isn't especially picky about that part. He can let that slide if it's not in Israel. Um, mm-hmm. As far as a perfect society goes, he has suggested establishing a geneocracy. Essentially, a worldwide democracy, but only smart people get to vote. (laughs) (laughs) I can't say that I totally disagree at this point. (laughs) I'm like, you're like, where do I sign in blood? (laughs) Um, And to join, you just have to embrace these beliefs and reject all the religions. Um, Then there's an official baptism ceremony, which helps to transfer your DNA to the aliens so that you can be recognized as a Raelian when the time comes for final judgment. All right. Okay. Yeah, right? They don't believe in (laughs) internal soul or God. When the aliens return to Earth, the closest thing to a religion that Raelians believe um, they'll encourage is something called sensual meditation. Oh, Basically, (laughs) this involves using Um. all your senses to get in touch with the universe. And you must be naked while doing it. (laughs) I'm too immature for this. Go on. (laughs) I definitely can't do it. Um, They estimate that there is about 85,000 people in this. Still? Yeah. Really popular in Japan and South Korea. Uh, No country has expressed much interest in building the alien embassy. (laughs) (laughs) 
So you're telling me we gotta open our own embassy. Right? Okay. So, and here's some other weird Imagine things. that tax credit. Come oh, on. So good. Um, <laughs> and there are, like, if I'm trying to remember what other parts that I read, there are, like, other, so there's, like, a ladder you can climb within it, and then he had, like, a whole other section that just was for women. Um, he had one group called the Six Mm-mm. Pink Angels, and Gross. they weren't allowed to, like, anything sexual was off limits. They were saving themselves for their alien makers. Uh, they wore necklaces with tiny pink wings. <laughs> oh, my God. Since 1998, they had taken their vows of earthly celibacy, promising to remain virginal until they met their creators. Supposedly, the creators are four feet tall with green skin. Gross. Mm, I don't like it. I know it. that gives. I know that gives you the heebie-jeebies. I don't like it. Um, they also believe that gender was an illusion. Sexual sexuality was fluid. And then what's really strange is, <laughs> so the thing that's funny is that these um pink. i hate their name angels um gross (laughs) like later on as like the end of the 90s Mm -hmm. apparently there's even a um article in playboy about them and pictures of them posing (gasps) what that's so weird it is weird um they're considered the largest ufo religion in the world because scientology is categorized as ancient astronaut belief set what i don't Uh, even know what that means well you haven't seen a ancient astronauts like on tv or anything like that but what do they mean like that's what they call it in scientology that's what they define their religion as i don't know i don't know it creeps me out so there's how many pink angels six yeah and what's the religion called again realism yeah r-a-e-l and other things too i mean these are the things that are kind of weird um they believe that they were supposed to to help purify like the gene pool Mm. um which i don't know they said that in the beginning it meant treating sex only for pleasure not procreation because designer cloning would soon eliminate the need for traditional childbearing oh well hey yeah okay Uh, creepy i don't know Ew, he's really gross looking. Yeah, he is not a looker. <laughs> um, some people think this religion too is like really feminist. I'm not quite sure. Um, I feel like it's anti. Yeah, because a lot of women he were considered enlightened lovers and playthings. Shocker. Um, and they often dress seductively. Um, at one awakening seminar, a much admired admired teenager attended meetings in a tool skirt while twirling her ponytail and licking lollipops what into a sociologist who went to like watch them um but you (laughs) other people argued rael also encouraged male followers to be more like women and do the same and actually cultivate feminine qualities he himself had been described as soft-spoken effeminate dancing and singing at events and dressing in flowing clothes and long hair Hmm. he said his long hair was an antenna to help commune with the alien beings So he's been married three times, all women. Um, and I only say that because he's so gender fluid, but it's, I don't know, something to be said that he never went that way. Um, he has been married three times, most recently in the late 1990s, to a 16-year-old <sighs> yeah, named Yeah, I mean, a Sophie. true feminist religion wouldn't do that to mm. a girl. Well, she was allowed to go reportedly with her mother's permission. Great mom. Yeah. Ugh. Um, Rael was interviewed after they had uh, divorced mutually in 2000. Um, he said about her, people see her beauty, but there's so much more. What I love in life is to play any kind of play. And she is so good to play and any kind of game. When I met her, we played chess. When you are with beautiful women, when you start to be old, it becomes boring. But growing old with an intelligent woman is much more interesting. And she is so feminine and I love femininity in women. Wait, did he say they play chess? Yeah. Oh my God. That makes me think of Austin Powers. (laughs) (laughs) You know what we do in Russia to stay warm. (laughs) Oh, God, I love it. So ridiculous. Okay, 
Weird. Yeah. Oh. Gross. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then besides the pink angels, he had the order of the angels. It was the most beautiful female followers. Um, they were to act as hostesses in preparation for the coming of their alien creators. Apparently, he had applications submitted by the dozen, and they all required attached headshots. Uh, Because they picked pretty people, it's because the little green alien men said that they preferred to be surrounded by great beauty (laughs) than, I guess, ugly people. Physical flaws are all due to the errors of generations past, which have damaged our genetic code. So he had 165 women to join the lower rung of white angels, whose responsibility was to act as missionaries and welcome agents, as well as to make Rael more, quote, comfortable. If you were a part of the Pink Angels, then you were, like, the top six, and you were hot oh, shit. Oh, so the White Angels probably hated the Pink Angels. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I just, I was looking, because I was looking at creepy pictures of him, and I just happened upon this comment about this woman named Bridget Boslier um, as his chief executive in 2004 he comp she was head of the cloning department also i think oh that's probably it (laughs) he commented on her physical appearance appearance he says all of our women try to do their best even if they are not beautiful like bridget here she does her best to look beautiful but she's not so young anymore but she does her best wow we get it she's trying hard Dude, what an asshole. That's so rude. I need oh, to look. quickly. Shake. Shake. Yeah. Shake. 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 <laughs> it's disturbing. So they they interviewed one of the angels later and she said at first I was afraid that being an angel I would move I would be more like my mother and grandmother who are Catholics and that my job would be to wait on men all the time, cook, arrange parties, blah blah blah. Then she says she realized that when the Elohim come, it is only women allowed to go into the embassy to speak with them, and the whole world will depend on Rael's angels for information. We will be like ambassadors or PR people. We will learn so much. Uh, mm-hmm. I just... Apparently, since his first abduction... <sighs> Uh, Realism has um, been like kind of gone back and forth between overt objectification and convenient empowerment of women. Because um, so they have done either stuff, or. yeah, that's like cool, like being campaigning against female genital mutilation. That's cool, but uh, all the other stuff we're doing is awful. It um, has appointed women to powerful leadership positions within it. Um, yeah. Clone Clonade, which is like their cloning <laughs> company, named chemist Bridget Boislier, however you want to say her Oh, name. that's the, the uh-huh. oh, this is the quote. Yeah, <laughs> as its chief executive. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So Sorry, I, t- I stole your quote. No, I'm you're sorry. fine. I didn't know. But it is her then. Yeah, she's yeah. the Clonade. Clonade clone tries her best. Ugh. <laughs> Ooh, they have another website. Amid the world's fascination and fear of the coming millennium, it occupied women's bodies as vessels for scientific advancement. Um, today, a pink website called Raelsgirls.com encourages women only to embrace sex work. I clicked on the link. Oh, man. I sent you the link. I, I didn't know if you were on this page, like so I just it. sent it to you. It's weird. In 2014, the church organized a march through New York City in which dozens of women bared their breasts. Go topless day went viral. It appeared to advocate a worthy cause, desexualizing the female body, making women feel empowered. I feel like I remember this. Yeah, I think I do too, but few media outlets connected that the event was sponsored by a UFO church. (laughs) (laughs) Idiots, do your research. (laughs) Insane. And, like, I dove a little more into this later on, and there were some instances that there was some, like, underage, like, I'm obviously married to 16-year-old. There's a lot of that. He kind of had his pick of all the women all the time. Like, if someone was married, same kind of thing. He could pull you, and it didn't matter. That's so creepy. So he's, like, all about that intelligent design, but aliens got it. Or being uploaded to some database somewhere. (laughs) As long as we're not dum-dums and we do something good. Right? And we show our boobs, apparently, in Mm -hmm. New York. Because he says it will empower us. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm all for it if you want to do it, and for no other reason do you. But don't yeah. do it because some guy who changed his name to one that is an alien name and whatnot says to you. Looks like then a creeper, is a creeper. Married to a 16-year-old. Please don't. Please don't do that. Yeah, no. At, least, no. at the very minimum, if you're doing that, then he needs to poo bear it in New York City. Okay? <laughs> I think that's fair. <laughs> totally agree. Yeah, he has to poo bear it. Yeah. If you don't know what poo bearing is, it's where you only have a shirt on and no pants. <laughs> no undies. <laughs> think about Winnie the Pooh. What does he look like? Bottomless. <laughs> <laughs> You better be hearing this, Rael. <laughs> you freaking creep. Go put some pants on. Gross. <laughs> well, that's weird yeah. and gross. Uh-huh. You're welcome. I mean, at least they didn't murder anybody. Yeah. That we know of. Dumb, that dumb, we know dumb. of. Do we feel like talking about the children of God? Uh, we could do that on our tiny. We'll do that on our tiny, guys, because that's just so much. And there's a lot. Yeah, I didn't realize River Phoenix was a part of it. Oh yeah, the Phoenix, the Phoenix children. The Phoenixes. <laughs> Phoenix. <laughs> oh my god. So we're gonna continue this talk in our Tiny Guys, which is available on our Patreon. Uh, that will come out on Friday. So if you'd like to join us, then we're gonna talk about the Children of God. A.K.A. the family. A.K.A. the family of love. Or Family International. International. Which they are now known by because they try to distance themselves from the creeps. <laughs> I still think they're creeps. Yeah, guys, it won't work. It's just not. David Berg ruined it for you. <laughs> not sorry. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, I don't have anything else to share. Me I mean, either. I've learned I've learned that that realism is disgusting. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. At least they didn't make anyone drink Kool-Aid. Yeah. But I'm still gonna, like, I want to keep up on their news. Yeah, I want to go to their ladies-only website. Well, I w- I'm talking about, like, if there are any more of those dumb, like, topless things, so that if they happen again, hopefully the news gets out that it's actually a UFO cult that's starting it, and not just, like, right. women's empowerment. Because that crap is that's not shitty. women's empowerment. I forgot to mention one really important thing. Uh-oh. <laughs> What? And I already closed my browser, so I'll just send it and post it later. Their mascot in, I think it was Japan, I saw the picture. <laughs> he, like, hangs out. Like, you can find him. He's, like, in a oh. full-blown, like, like <laughs> Disneyland outfit. Like, <laughs> mascot head and everything. He uh-huh. looks like an... He looks like this really cute alien, which is weird that I'm saying this, because you can't tell he's an alien. He's just an astronaut with a green face. And he's got these mm-hmm. big, like, <laughs> mascot boots on. He's got a shiny silver suit. I sent you the picture because I, I didn't close the browser. <laughs> it's so insane. He's got, like, a gold helmet. <laughs> he's got, like, these super anime eyes. It's insane. So happy. He's, like, he just looks so happy. That looks so... Another... In- innocuous. Yes. Another unfortunate thing that they have going for them is that one of their logo symbols is the star of Dana, David with the swastika in the middle of it. Yeah, I'm looking at it. It's unfortunate. In See, what kills me is that the swastika actually... I know. It was like a peace symbol in India, right? Yeah, I, th- yeah, I think it was like... I want to say it was Buddhist, but I don't know. But it was a little bit different. I think it went the other way. Oh, yeah. Like the... But to the untrained eye... It looks like Yo, one because sure. you see anything resembling that shape and you're like, nah, okay. Away. <laughs> <laughs> and this little anime alien astronaut has it right smack dab on him. Smack dab in the middle of his chest. I did not notice that. With the star of David. Those things like yeah, historically like super hate each other. <laughs> that's, wow. How has that guy not been taken out? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there are enough religious extremists to go uh, his pink super ham on him. him. <laughs> I'm sorry? His pink angels are protecting him. <laughs> like Did you look angels. at the website? The Rails Girls website? No, but I will be later. Uh, it is interesting. <laughs> They're asking questions like, do you work in the sex industry? 
Do family and friends support this professional choice? Are you a connoisseur or a supporter of the sex industry? Are you sexually fulfilled? Connoisseur. 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 Yes, I am. (laughs) Similarly, I'm a connoisseur of topless clubs. (laughs) Shut up. Weird. I mean, like, I'm all down like, hey, do you have sex? If you want to make money off of it and it's legal, cool. Do it. But, like, don't do it for some creepy dude. No. No. Do it for you, mm-hmm. not for a pimp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Not for real. Not for real. Creepy real pimp. Ugh. He's so creepy. Disgusting. Well, you're welcome. Thanks. Nightmares. Gonna have them. Yay. For some reason, that's more disturbing to me than my horrible murder cult. <laughs> Because it's so annoying. Because it still exists. Yeah, that too. For sure it still exists. It's not like questionable. Like, Number one UFO cult. Mine probably doesn't still exist. Thank God. Yeah. I'm but okay like this one is going strong. Mm-hmm. He like jumped on the Me Too wagon. <laughs> Gross. Like 90,000 followers or some bananas uh-huh. stuff. Or more. Yep. Blech. Yep. Barf. But then again, maybe if, maybe when the creepy little aliens come, he'll show us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. When the creepy little Dobby's doing jigs. No! <laughs> Ew, we're going. That's disgusting. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, well, cool. We will be talking about uh, the cult of the children of God on uh, our tiny guys. Join us there on Friday. All right, well, thanks for joining us. I'm Liana. I'm Erica. Okay, bye-bye. Bye.